Good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. We are here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, corner of Springfield and Duncan. Opens at 9 a.m. Feel free to come on in, look around, join us. We have our experts standing by. They include Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. Good morning, John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. And Steve Brown. Good morning. Good morning. All right, the phone number to call in if you have any questions or comments for the experts is 217 217- Three five six five nine three nine seven three five six nine three nine seven three five six WDWS, or you can text us at three five one five three five seven. How do you do that? Oh, not, not very easily not. <laughs> at times. <laughs> how, did, how did we live without cell phones that stored all our phone numbers? <laughs> no, no kidding. <laughs> we had better memories. That's how. <laughs> yeah. Well, and in a lot of areas, you have to include the area code, even you are, even when oh, you're within the same area. Yes. <sighs> Such a hardship. I, I know. It is. What a burden. I know. My fingers are too lazy for that. You have just a bunch of beautiful plants chosen that you've brought to the table, John. I can't wait to discuss all of them. And Marianne brought some, too. Oh, good. Okay. But, Steve... Right. You didn't what any? did you do? <laughs> <laughs> no. But I just showed up. Not nothing, dude. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, actually, right before the show started, you brought up about uh, how yesterday uh, was beautiful. Oh my gosh, yes. But the sun was great. It was nice to have some sunshine. You're uh, right. Yeah, it, the sun was much needed. <clears throat> but we were just talking about how it was the perfect example of why you need to wrap these young trees and these smooth bark trees because you had very intense cold temperatures um, so everything was frozen on the bark and the trunks of these trees and then you actually had a very bright sunny morning so even though the, the outside temperatures didn't warm up quickly the sun was pretty intense and so that's where you have that danger of sun scald and this <laughs> cracking and damaging to the trees which isn't just cosmetic, which can be life-threatening to some of these younger trees. So that's why we always recommend in the fall, going into the winter on any smooth-barked young trees, you go ahead and wrap them up with one of the coil wraps or the paper wraps or fabric wraps. or something. Something. Something to to deflect the the sunlight. On cold days like yesterday. Something to to shield it from the sunlight, you said? Yes, just to moderate. It won't shield it completely, but moderate it a little bit. Yeah, so it won't warm up as quickly going from that super, super cold, you know, below zero stuff to warming up fast. So anyway, you just want to keep that cellular damage from happening and for the health of the tree and the performance of the, the tree. Yeah, and at least we didn't have super high winds like, was predicted oh, so sure. that could compound things too especially like on our broadleaf evergreens yeah so yeah, yeah the, the super high winds are only going to happen what today right <laughs> I, so. I, I actually think they're starting to moderate already are they really it was like early morning overnight and early morning you and must then have been on weather nerd again i was yeah. what did you say thing. must have been what oh marianne's weather app which she's made me mostly a believer in it <laughs> <laughs> as much as you can be in yes, any weather forecast yeah <laughs> All right. Yeah, we can't cover that greenhouse now. It's too windy. But at about 11 o'clock, we should be able to get out there and do it. It'll slow down enough for about 45 minutes or an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, right, Marianne. It ha- <laughs> it, then it happens. Yeah. And so I believe. Oh, wow. Mostly. <laughs> Mostly. 
That's why she's a weather nerd follower. Uh, nerd out. Well, <laughs> that, that kind of seems symbiotic with a plant lover. Plant nerd, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> if you want nerd to put geek, it that way. Whatever. We call yeah, them you geeks. Have to, you, have to cha- you have to channel the nerd. That was, that, yes, exactly. That would be us. Channel the nerd. The inner nerd in you. <laughs> so tell us about these plants. No, no, no. Oh. She I want to do this no, first. She, she's moved from Valentine's Day. She's moved on. Okay. Let's move on. No, Saint she heard Patty's. nerd. <laughs> oh, yeah. St. So, Patrick's Day is coming. <laughs> so describe this little gnome leprechaun hand puppet thing that you're it's, doing. It's actually a bottle topper. What would you, you I've put I've never on, heard like, of a, thing of mustard or something yeah or would you? mustard that's, that's a, a good idea, idea. yeah it could yeah. or or ketchup i mean that would even probably fit sure sounds messy yeah it does sound messy okay, let's so just put it on a wine bottle oh okay um, oh i like that idea so yeah it's a little leprechaun well it's just actually it's not a whole leprechaun it's a hat it has a little nose sticking out of it and about a five inch long beard hanging down <laughs> it is so cute basically it's a gnome <laughs> leprechaun okay that's yeah. okay uh, and then something to sit on top of the table. It has a body that's a little bit weighted. Oh, is cute. that not adorable? And that's a girl because well, of the braids. Or or a, a, a Viking, as someone yeah. said yesterday. A Viking, a Viking leprechaun. <laughs> that works. <laughs> because instead of a, a beard, it has braids coming down. So anyway, <laughs> there's like four or five different, no, maybe two or three different styles in each one of these styles. So I think, let, you know, let's move on. St. Patrick's you know, Day. Let's get with it. I think it's great because I love St. Patrick's Day. I love decorating for St. Patrick's Day. It's but green there's for heaven's very sakes. little that really has the the theme itself. Oh, we got it. Yes. <laughs> so if I want little spots of green and little reminders that, you know, Thingies, it's St. Patrick's coming. Day soon. What, yep. what day are the shamrocks going to be ready? The live uh, shamrocks? It should be next weekend, I believe. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but another week. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's, you know, as we're talking about houseplants, that's one of the rewarding plants that, again, you can have for generations. Oh, for sure. Literally. Yes. Wow. You know, if you do the resting period and let the pips dry up and dry down and moderate for four to six weeks and then bring them back to life they'll just keep on going and they're easy to share and kind of like it's kind of like a christmas cactus thing to some extent where you can have it for a long long time so i remember buying from a mail order catalog what i thought was this real exotic oxalis it was purple the deeper purple <laughs> mm-hmm. um, to- totally unheard of huh, oh, at totally. the time okay so that was maybe 25 years ago so it might have been <laughs> yeah it might have been um and I used it as a filler in one of my combo pots in the summertime. And, you know, I've told you I saved my potting soil. I still have some of that oxalis popping up and stuff. You know, <laughs> I, it just, it's absolutely amazing that, you know, it lives all that time. My soil's in, in, a, in my potting shed, so it's mm-hmm. not freezing because that would surely kill it. But wouldn't it? Yes, it should. <laughs> I don't know. It seems awful persistent. I'm glad to hear so. that you do recycle your soil. Yeah, I, I don't 100. I mean, it's not the whole thing, but I try to mix in fresh soil and she maybe meant. take out some something. That's well, I think it's just another reason to continue to buy more pots because you, you dilute <laughs> this soil and repurpose the soil by adding fresh soil to it. So what am I going to do with this? soil? well, I'm not just going to get rid of it. I got to use it. You got to use it. It's part of my justification (laughs) 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 or rationalization, whichever way you want to put it. And that's exactly how I feel. It's like, you know, once the flowers are done to the plant and you're ready to move on, you've got all of this wonderful soil that could be used again. Yeah. 
Yeah, I totally do. You, you do that, though, don't you, Absolutely. John? Absolutely. Yeah. Recycle yeah. your soil. Re recycle. What are you going to do? Throw it away? Yes, yeah, no, seriously. Fresh. What? <laughs> so you just re just kind of freshen it up a little bit with new soil or whatever it needs. Well, and worst case scenario, I'll throw it in a compost pile. And, oh, and re oh, And repurpose it that way. I've done that many yep. times. After oh. after about five or six years, it's like, okay, this really isn't going to be able to be revived. I'll put some of it in the garden and, and dig it in well mm -hmm. because it's decomposed as much as it's going to uh, probably, and well, on outside the soil, but um, dirt, I'm sorry, the dirt. Anyway, yeah, that's what we do, dirt. gardeners. Soil. Yeah. I hadn't even, th I don't know why, I just hadn't even thought about putting it in a compost pile. <laughs> Seems so obvious now. <laughs> well, and, you know, with the potting soil, you you have to add fertilizer to, oh, to oh, revitalize yes. it because oh, you're sure. constantly watering it. So you're taking all the nutrients out of that. They, they have, so, there's yeah. some in it, uh, most of potting soils now, sure. there's a little bit of fertilizer in it, but yeah. just got to add a little bit more. Yeah, well, it's not, you know, you're looking for typically a high-performance situation where you're expecting whatever plants are in this container to either bloom a lot or produce a lot of food or or some something. That's why you've got them in this container to begin with. And so because you're expecting great results, you need to have all the components that would make that happen. So yeah. you have to have the proper plants at the proper light level, the right amount of moisture, and then you have to have the extra nutrients. And so whether you use something, a slow release that's an organic that's mixed in, yeah. or whether you use a slow release like the Osmocote, or whether you use the water-soluble, uh, like the big MG thing or something else, you know. I think it's a perfect justification for a new pot. <laughs> and you have the selection. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You walked back there? <laughs> yeah, I did, finally. Cindy and Susan knocked themselves out this time, I'll tell you. <laughs> some really gorgeous pots out back there. Yes, gorgeous. And some are just Cool. Really cool looking. Well, and the whole garden center is going to look n more different inside than it has in the past just because they put so much energy into finding more newer, fun garden accents. Yeah. Uh -huh. And some of which are on display now, but over the course of the next two weeks, it's just going to start to get flooded. So the, the pottery corner that Marianne was referring to, <laughs> which is bigger than a lot of stores by themselves, yes. uh, is... I'd say 80%, 90% there probably. Wow. And um, <laughs> then the Garden Accents, which is going to be the other really big difference this spring. It's just going to be so much bigger and better. Yeah. It's probably another two weeks away from looking in all its glory. But it's starting to take shape. It's, it's still pretty its impressive right now. Well, Brian's putting together some neat little theme groups. So oh, it's yeah. easy to get inspired by the different yes. looks and feelings. And yes. those will continue yeah. to Fabulous. evolve. Yeah. Beautiful displays just when you walk in the front door. He's got Absolutely. Easter set up, and he has, uh, yeah, the St. Patrick's Day area, and it's beautiful. <laughs> just spring. Easter. I just walked by, and there's a little um, Easter bunny gnome. No. <laughs> okay, yes. Big, big surprise. I think I you're going to see a gnome for every occasion this, this year. This is, Apparently. I think, the year of the gnome. It is, I think. actually. Like it, it, is. Or, like it or oh, not. There's <laughs> gonna it be, is. There's going to be Halloween gnomes. There's going to be... Fall gnomes. There'll Easter be gnomes. Christmas gnomes. There already are. Yep. Yeah, there'll be definitely Christmas gnomes, but Easter gnomes and Fourth of July gnomes and huh. a gnome here, a gnome there. Get your gnome on. Who yep. knew? 
No Three place five. like Nome, huh? Right. right. Yeah. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. 356-9397 is our phone number. That's Texturally a slam dunk. Yes. Yeah, and those of you who haven't seen Mr. John Weisgarber's uh, video, you can go to prairiegardens.com or youtube.com uh, and, and it. find it. But he communicated some really neat information, and just as much he communicated a lot of enthusiasm for some of the cool houseplants they're in. So I know you can't see uh, what we're talking about right now. You can just only hear, but if you were to follow up and go to watch John on YouTube or prairiegardens.com, you could see some of the things that we're about to talk about. That is probably one of my very favorite ferns ever. That's a fern? Yes. Yeah, isn't that great? And and John, would you like to tell us about... Well, it's a bird nest fern. <laughs> Leslie. It's Leslie. A, it's Leslie. a bird nest fern, which a lot of people may know what it is, but a lot of times it's longer, longer leaves, long, narrow leaves. Well, this one's name is Leslie, and it's more compact. Okay. Crested. It is crested. That's a very good It's kind of like somebody took a club moss. Yeah. And a bird's nest fern. Yeah, and that's shook true. it, put them in a container and shook it all up. <laughs> and, and that's, that's what, what came out. It was yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Great texture. Absolutely yeah. Isn't fabulous. That cool? I know when Marianne and I were looking through all the, the availabilities, and that was one. You know, we have to almost look at every single one to see to see all the attributes about it. Oh, so, my God. They're so, so different. There's so yeah. many in the market now. It's just crazy. The, the fern category is, is just so crazy. cool. Ferns require a lot of moisture. Right. They like humidity. But the thing about this one is it's going to be more forgiving yeah. than, yes, that's than, nice. than your Boston-type fern would Oh, for sure. Do. It doesn't have those small little leaves, and it's not going to be messy. These are larger. Even though this is a very crested, compact, dense plant, it's, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to let you have a little more flexibility yeah. inside. Wouldn't that look great? In a combo pot on the north side of the house, Ooh, yeah. or in a little shaded uh-huh. patio. Yeah. Ooh, it what a great filler. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, With yeah. some purple oxalis slash clover Ooh. all around there. And some Rex begonias. Rex begonias. In there, too. Well, that'll look cool in one of my cobalt blue pots. Yes, it would. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it would. Well, it's just a pure medium green color. And the textural differences between some of the youngest leaves here that are almost like blades of grass, wide blades of grass with a little bit of a crest on hmm. top yeah. to further down where they become almost palmate or finger-like yep. with a bunch of crests on it. It's really cool. So it really looks frilly. I, is that what you would also call it on, like, say, romaine lettuce? You can just tell crests mm-hmm. romaine lettuce i'd say it looks <laughs> hey, hey, like let's so call it a crinkly edge okay yeah <laughs> to make it yeah. simple <laughs> if, if, if somebody took romaine and kale and parsley yeah. italian parsley together and shook it up maybe. yeah there you go yeah. <laughs> well you're really into that aren't you why not when you That's don't know true. what to call it you just There it is. So, uh, Mr. Aglaonema, what else you got? Mr. Aglaonema. I love Aglaonema. His common name is Chinese Evergreen. There's so many different ones. But I chose this one because it's called Jubilee. Because it's super, super dark margin. And then there's a silvery green center. It is pretty. Uh, Mm -hmm. It just like stands out from all the other ones. 
It's really, really beautiful. I like it better than Silver Queen or Silver King. Oh, yeah. I like it better than Maria. Yep. Uh, some of the tried or, and trues that Marianne. have been. Oh, no. I love there's Marianne. Oh, no. <laughs> there's a Marianne. Marianne. There's yeah. one of these named Marianne. There Believe is. Me. And I, I always, like it at all. And I always get it because <laughs> she, like she it. hates it. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. But they have some really beautiful ones that have pinks and reds in it as well. Oh, wow. So it, it's really a flexible plant, too. Absolutely, because it can be super low light mm-hmm. and, you know, easy care. You don't really have to water it very much. So... Uh, you know, you can probably go a couple of weeks without water. You know, it's, it's in the same f- general family that the Spathophyllum or peace lily is. Um, and as John mentions in his video, they tell you if you let them dry out a little bit too quickly. I mean, they, they'll they'll let you know. Absolutely. They'll be, oh, they'll be sure. droopy. Now, these are going to seemingly be a little bit more tolerant. They're not going to, if you let it dry a little bit too much to the touch, it's not going to be all droopy and hangy. It's going to be yeah. holding up there. And they do actually end up having... Uh, a less showy flower, a spadix-type flower, like the spath does, but they're pretty much insignificant on these particular plants compared to just the beauty of the foliage. Just a gorgeous plant. I would call it a as much of a low-light plant that there really is, so call a low-medium light mm-hmm. on up to bright indirect light. Oh, Probably it can not. tolerate any, almost all conditions, yeah, yeah, except full sun. But just look how dark that is, the, the green. <laughs> He's like, it is I mean, very it's dark intense. green. And what did you call the outer part of the leaf? I called it a margin. A margin. Okay. So it's like, sense. what really is that? Is that a lighter colored leaf with a dark margin, or is that a dark leaf with a lighter colored center? center. Mm-hmm. What do you see in that ink blot? <laughs> it, each leaf does I'm look like I'm not going ink there. Blot. Rorschach test. All right. And this puppy. We're going to move mm-hmm. along to this next. Boy. Th- what is that plant? It's another fern. It's a fern. It, no. Yes. But look at the base. Isn't that cool? So many variations. See how that, look at that little thing coming out here. That's. It's called kangaroo paw. Really? Yeah. It looks just. Because they have these cool roots, uh, like support roots that are coming out of the bottom. And they, yeah, they're above ground. Yeah. But they're not fuzzy like a rabbit's paw. Rabbit's foot fern. Oh, I. I'll have to see one of those next. We're kind of, hold on about that. Cool. We'll have to go back <laughs> to the other yeah, you have to get, get one of those for Easter. Okay. Actually. So, uh, okay. So the kangaroo fern? Is that what it is kangaroo again? Kangaroo paw. Kangaroo paw. Yeah. Tell, tell us about this one. So same fern requirements, humidity, low to medium light. Try to describe it. Ooh. Steve, you're the one. Who can has all the adjectives? Yeah, I'm, in I'm his the head. one that says I can't describe it, so I put three things together. Marianne used to write for a catalog. <laughs> <Like> tall, <laughs> tall, thin. You know, the leaves almost remind me of oak leaves That's that like, are real yeah. deeply cut. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And and the whole fern is very upright instead of splaying out. It's just real upright. Just really shows off the the root structure, and the kind of reddish purple stems. And it's yeah, I love that. The stems, they kind of rise up. I can tell you do. Straight up. Because mm-hmm. you can't stop playing with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be that might be it. Yeah. Kangaroo paw. Yeah. And then another one is rabbit's foot. Well, that's not out here on the table. No, that's but, not but it's foot. available here in Prairie Absolutely. Gardens. Right? Yep, yeah, we have rabbit's foot. We have maiden hair. Button. 
Wait, is that H-A-R-E or H-A-I-R? You're into Easter today. Well, it's, just check it. It's H-A-I-R. Okay. Hey, we've had kangaroo. Rabbit's foot. No, okay. Yeah. So, okay. I'd say you've got arguably, what, 30 to 50 varieties of ferns back there? Close. Wow. Right now. Yeah. That's great. They look lovely. Too. So, yeah. mm-hmm. lots of fun stuff. And what's that? What's that other thing that looks like a kiwi that's distorted with some foliage coming out of it? Oh, <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah. Like, it looks like a big somebody put a dahlia root on top of the pot and has oh, some. Oh, that's uh, a good you know way to describe it. It does. It. Yeah. it really does. Thanks. It's to me. It's the beginning of a bonsai. Uh-huh. I mean, this is uh-huh. just like perfect bonsai yes. material. Yeah. Yes, the, that's what but I it, think. This is a, a, a ficus, ficus on top. I, I believe these are grafted plants, um, but these root systems are so remarkable. They just are gnarly. That's all I can say about them, gnarly. They just look lovely. And they're in these uh, kind of neat uh, white pots. We've got a whole line of stuff. Look at this one in the same white pot. Is Watch that your finger. Oh, Watch your finger. Oh, 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 it almost bit me. Um, <laughs> because... But no, I just I think the the white pots are a nice accent in any house. It's a little more contemporary looking. But no, she wanted 